Hello and welcome to episode two. I episode guess. two, unofficial. Unofficial episode two. <laughs> official episode one <laughs> of Observe and Report. All right, yeah, and we're going with it. Yeah, we got some things to catch up on. Things yes. to as far as what we've been doing and what we've been seeing. And I haven't been doing anything. I've only been watching things. <laughs> I don't do things. I just sit and watch. Like I go home, I sit in my room, I mm. lock the door, and I just watch things <laughs> until I fall asleep. Is there any reason to lock the door? No, I live alone. <laughs> but you know what? Just keeping everything out. It's fine. Just make sure that, you know, just stay hydrated, all right? Stay Good hydrated call. while you're watching these things. I will. Okay. Um, did you watch, uh, watch all of Stranger Things? I did watch all of Stranger Things of season you two. Did, you nerd. I know, and I'm happy you about know. that. <laughs> Thoughts? I really enjoyed it. I like season two, maybe more than season one. Um, I enjoyed all the character relationships, as far as like you know, uh, being able to pair up characters that you don't think would have any kind of relationship or match with each other, and that's mm-hmm. just a testament, I guess, to the strength of the characters themselves. But also the writing. Like Steve and Dustin. You put Steve and Dustin together and it just Delightful. works. Yeah. You could put Eleven and Hopper together and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel and if maybe I don't know if they try to challenge themselves a season of just being like, what can we do really like to stretch these characters out, add some more layers to them, a little bit more dimension to them. Um and it worked out. Um even adding new characters into the mix, it still made sense and it didn't feel too big or didn't feel like no one got time. If anything, the uh, the only two people who felt like they didn't get time were, uh, were Nancy and Jonathan. Which I'm fine with. What? <laughs> Whatever. Nancy with her big goddamn doe eyes. <laughs> no, Jonathan. <laughs> Shut up, Nancy. Get it together, woman. Ugh. <laughs> Nancy? Ugh. Nancy's all right, okay? This is bullshit. You're bullshit, Nancy. <laughs> She just not my face. She didn't have anything to do that much this season, except like you know, like figure out what she really wanted or who she really wanted, Ugh. which wasn't Steve, which was a mistake, Nancy. No All shit, right? Steve for life, Team Steve. Yeah, have Poppy. you seen that here? All right, they call him the king for no reason. Okay, the volume alone is impressive. It's quite impressive. Like what is? Well, he's said what he uses. All right, he's given the formula. Yeah. It's out there. All right, ladies and gents, go and use it. <laughs> Um, but no, like Steve was fantastic this season. Like, um, definitely taking him out of his element of like the high school and, uh, in maybe the most developed character on the show. Possibly. Yes. Like, he actually had like a legit arc. <laughs> <laughs> Starting out at, as a king of the jerks, like being your typical like eighties high school bully and then like breaking that mold and becoming a decent dude <laughs> at the end of season one. I mean, also, what was the new guy who came in? Billy, I think his name was. Billy goes, there's a big jump from bully to straight up sociopath. Yeah. Which he is. He absolutely so, is. Even if it was still regular, bully, like shitty Steve, he looks like an angel compared to Billy, and I who think, is definitely going to murder a woman in the future. Absolutely. I think like they even try to do that like... Just physically, Billy's bigger than Steve is. Like he's got this weird crustache going on. He does. He's ripped and beautiful. So he's a beautiful murderer there's like in a, the making. There's a physical menace that not even Steve at his prime jerkiness yeah. presented. No. Like you're scared of him. You're scared of Billy. Like Steve, it's like, hey, just like let's hang, let's hang out, man. What are you, what are you doing this weekend? Nothing. Come on. <laughs> 
and uh and yeah like uh, him him and dustin being together yeah. was wonderful like you, so steve is not with nancy anymore you just think okay like, i guess steve's gonna be on the sidelines wrong okay steve That's is what gonna they be apparently originally wanted to do but then they didn't want him kind of like sidelined in the show so they paired him up with dustin so that is a dustin great doesn't idea. have a dad so it's like oh this cute little like a little big brother standard. kind yeah. of thing and also like he's it feels like he's in running for mother of the year mm-hmm. with joyce uh the two of them <laughs> joyce way to be so involved in your children's lives like she's she is a great character way to pay attention to those drawings (laughs) i like that she's able to see things that people normally wouldn't pay attention to yeah and again like you said she's a super attentive mom she's so attentive um she knows her kids Mm -hmm. um and i like very much that season two is about dealing with the events of season one it's like hey we won but at what cost (laughs) in the sense that like will is still dealing with what he went through like Joyce, to some degree, is still dealing with what he went through by proxy. Like she's his mom, and she still has to take care of her son, but she's feeling it not the same way. But she's still worried about her son. Like she got him back, but not all of them in that way. Not gonna lie, I didn't give a shit about the four, first four episodes. <laughs> I was like, this is awful. I hate it. Really? I here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't care the fir- the first season they were kids like yes. kid kids now they're becoming teenagers mm-hmm. i don't care about teenagers <laughs> i actively dislike them i don't like youths uh the youth are terrifying they're scary and now they're true. hormonal i don't need this i don't need freaking what's the girl mad max get out of here ginger <laughs> i don't like the whole tomboy thing was like a little too much but i liked it because it was like a reflection of season one like with 11 being introduced to their group right except that max literally brought nothing to the table except for attitude and general confusion about what was happening understandably so but like i she did nothing there was no reason for her to be if anything i would say she's a proxy for the viewer in the sense of like well i'm new to all this what happened but we're not new to it. We're not. We aren't. You and I. But like maybe someone coming in who didn't care to watch season one. Well, they're just idiots and they deserve to be they in the They should dark go back and watch. And yes. The time. <laughs> but if they didn't have the time or the desire to, they just want to <sighs> jump in. She's a good person to latch on to in the sense of like, well, I don't know what's going on just like she does. And I think she serves like peripheral purposes, like one being a, a foil for her brother. Yeah. Um, which I thought there was some darker things going on there. I thought they were somehow involved with like the lab in some yeah, way, shape, or form. Yeah, when he at first was like, "Don't call me your brother," blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole thing, I thought there was going to be something way darker there, aside from having <laughs> that makes it sound real flippant about having an abusive father, mm-hmm. but just like, oh, things at home suck, and now you're here. Yeah, like because of her ability at like you know dig dug, I was like, oh, maybe she's like you know. Like Levin in some way, shape, or form. Maybe she's like psychic Based or something on like her that. Ability with dig dug. And also, like the secrecy, <laughs> the secrecy that they kept having about like, I'm not your brother. All right, yeah. we had to move here for reasons unknown. Ugh. Like, well, maybe she's like you know. I somehow thought there was going to gonna be something great there. Nothing. <laughs> Put up your hair. <laughs> Ugh. But I, I, I like Mad. As much, there's not much I didn't like about this season. Personally, I liked the last three episodes. Okay, they were great. Anything to do with the upside down? It looked gorgeous. They, you, if 
if anyone's wondering, hey, why do like certain Netflix shows look so bad? Because all the money went here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they put a lot of work into this and it looked good. It looked amazing. Like as far as what they were doing, like with computer graphics and just sets, like the whole upside down, like the the root system it beneath looked, the farms. Yeah, super cool. It looked real. Like yeah. the, the it looked gross too. <laughs> like you yeah. you felt like, oh man, I do not want to be down there. I think that's probably why I enjoyed the second half of the show so much more is because it actually goes to those places as opposed to starting out just pretty much as a teenage drama with like little bits and pieces of science fiction stuff in there. Right. You're, you're getting hints of it. Like, you know, the thing that Dustin has, like, he shouldn't have that. Yeah. This is going to be something bad later down the line. And also the reveal of that when, like, you know, he goes to look for it and it opens its mouth and it's, like, the four-sided yeah. mouth of, like, a demogorgon. It's like, oh, no. I called it a flower monster <laughs> because it looks like the petals of a flower. And it a does. friend of mine became very angry with me. He's like, it's a demogorgon. Like, it's, it's not a, pretty. It doesn't smell good. It's a flower monster. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it was awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The second half made up for the first half. Even like the eleven episode, eleven had several episodes. I felt like, but um, her going to Chicago, Ugh. it was interesting because you're so with Hawkins, the town, the entire time. You kind of forget there's, there are things outside of that. Right. And also, it was kind of cool to see. Well, this is our interpretation of 1980s Chicago. It's like eh, okay, that's like nice to see. Um, but the other gang or whatever, I didn't care for the gang members Ugh. outside of like number eight. Like she was interesting and I want to know more about her, yeah. but <laughs> the other gang members, not so I much. I do not care. How, <laughs> how old is number eight supposed to be? I imagine she's, at most three years older than that's 11. That's the thing. When they show them as children, she mm-hmm. can't be more than, yeah, three or four years older. Mm-hmm. At this time, 11's what, like 12 or 13? Well, so- was about 13, I would say, yeah. So number eight's like seventeen at most. This is probably confusing. with a bunch of full-on adults. Well, she definitely has her abilities, and it feels like after whatever happened. Um, well, you know what? They give us very little information as far as what happened with uh, number eight. Yeah. Like she's just not there when, like you know, eleven escapes from the lab. So who knows what, ha- what might have happened in that time? Um, whether she escaped on her own. Or whether or not, you know, she was taken from from the lab herself. Who 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 knows? I liked her ability though. It was super cool. It was cool. And I like that they had like different abilities. Yeah. I thought when you know they show you that cold opening in the first episode, mm-hmm. I thought her abilities were about the same as Yeah, because you assume it's like telekinetic type thing. Yeah. So cool. But that's a nice little swerve that they yeah. threw in there just like, well actually, like it's different. And it implies, well, 11 is, like, the 11th. There's an 8. Like, you know, we have to mm-hmm. assume that there, there's a 1 through 10. Maybe yeah. past 11. Who knows? But um, but I would say the end of the season, that last episode was real nice. Um, the last bit, like, with the winter ball and whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever. It gave closure <laughs> to the season. Zero sentiment. I have a cold black heart. <laughs> I don't care. Let's fight. Monsters. <laughs> But my question is this, at the end of the season, like, it feels like, yes, they did do the whole thing. Spoilers, I guess. They flipped mm-hmm. the whole thing. We were back in the Upside Down. Like, you know, the the monster that Will saw the entire time mm-hmm. is back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, cool. But they sealed the gate. Like, I, I'm just wondering, how do we get back there? Right. And it just feels like this is very much closed, tied up, a nice, little, nice, neat little package. Yeah. So, 
curious of what season three may hold Agreed. and what they may bring. Agreed. I hope it's just all monsters. <laughs> Let's just age them all up to approximately 25 so mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with teenagers and hormones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then get just get back into that upside down. You know what? If the, Will there be a time jump? Are we taking two years off this time? Are we coming back next year? Who knows? Who knows? Well, because Steve is also, he's a senior in this. I totally think Steve's not going to college. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I say Steve. this. I say not this. That it's for everyone, so that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But. I say this because of the essay, which he was struggling with. Right. I don't think exactly he's going to run back to Nancy to ask for help on that or anything yeah. like that. But it just shows that like maybe academics aren't Steve's thing. We see that Steve is really good at basketball. We see yeah, that see, Steve though, I is. I don't know. He got his butt kicked a little bit. I don't think he's by a grown ass man. All right? <laughs> Billy is a fucking man. I don't think he's getting a scholarship <laughs> to Kentucky. Well, that's the thing. Soon. I don't think he's getting a scholarship. I think that Steve stays. I think he coaches, and I think that he and he Aww. has a good relationship with kids. So yeah. I think that he stays and coaches at Hawkins. That'd be cute. I definitely see that as a possibility. All the kids walk in with the same hair as him on the team. Be <laughs> because, amazing. Because next year, they're going to be in high school. That's like year right. one of high school. I totally see oh, Steve right. being like a PE teacher or like a coach at the high school. That would be great. <laughs> Let's write season three. And by hey. us, I mean pretty much just you. <laughs> like, hey, uh, Duffer Brothers, just take a seat. You know, just yeah, yeah. hang out, get a coffee. I got this. No, no, no. I, I got this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Who's that weird angry girl with you? Just ignore her. She's fine. I, I need her. All right. <laughs> okay. You guys have a weird angry girl in your thing. Okay. <laughs> Let me have mine. Um. Did you see Thor yet? I did not see Thor. You're a fool. It's amazing. It's only been out for two days so far. This is day three. I would like to see it. You. Sh- it's. It's amazing. I'm probably going to try. Favorite Marvel movie to date. I'm going to try to check it out tomorrow. Really? Yes. Wow. I mean. Without spoils, so you've seen all the Thor movies, yes? Yes. Comparing to Thor movies, how did this make you feel? It diaried all over the <laughs> Thor movies. It's so much better. Oh my god. Um, prior to this, what was your favorite Marvel film? Ooh, blah, 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 blah. and there's a lot to choose. There's too many to choose from. There are too many to choose from. Um. I really liked uh, Captain America Civil War. Civil no, Wars. not Civil War. I take that back. Uh, Winter Soldier? Thank you. Yes. Everybody loves Winter Soldier, and they're right. It's great. <laughs> um, also, the first Iron Man was just awesome. You know what? That was fun. That, the first Iron Man movie was like, hey, you know what superhero movies can be? Fun. Yeah. Here's a guy that's like, you know, has like a little bit of tragedy, but for the most part, he likes doing this. It's not like, oh, it's such a burden being Iron Man. Like, yeah. I fucking love being Iron Man. Like, I'm going to build mad suits. And also <laughs> at the end of the movie, like, guess what, bitches? I'm Iron Man. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it flips the script in being a fun superhero movie. Yeah. And now that's the trend. Yeah. Um, but in Thor Ragnarok. Ugh, I can't wait to buy it. Really? I'm already, Megan and I are going to try to, we're going to see it in 3D at some point soon. Okay. It's so good. Would you say it would be a better viewing in 3D from like what you saw like in the regular um, standard version? Not better. Okay. I just you can see where it would lend itself to the 3D. Like it would look freaking awesome. Okay. So worth it. Now from I've not seen it yet, but from like all the trailers and like you've seen the the YouTube things they've done, like you know behind the scenes, like what was Thor doing during Civil War? Hanging out in Australia with a friend of his is oh, what it seems really like. Funny, yeah. But it seems like the movie is more centered like on comedy and like you know having more of a sense of humor than the previous Thor films did. It's good in that 
it has a sense of humor. It it rides that very thin line between like it doesn't take itself too seriously, but mm-hmm. it does like there's weight to it. Okay. Um it's just it's just fun. Okay, it seems like they're taking a page from like the Guardians playbook of like yes. let's have some fun with this. Yes, but it's funnier and it doesn't just rely on Chris Pratt. Um, and and it's visually it's just it's just gorgeous it's bright without making you want to throw up okay um all the actors the cast is amazing like goldblum how was goldblum Goldblum. in it oh it's great okay yeah it's it's awesome bring his own particular brand of weirdness to it you know that's why you hire the guy right this play jeff goldblum (laughs) like hey jeff just be jeff in a different outfit yeah yes like, do I get a script? Jeff. No. You're not getting a script. Good one, you. Jeff. <laughs> that's, that's why we hired you. Um, but no, that's good. And I would really like to see that movie yeah. soon. Sooner than later. Yes. At this point. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, it just came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got to catch it sooner than later. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else I have been watching. Um... I'm not seeing anything in theaters in quite some time. Um, the most recent thing that I saw where I was like, ooh, damn. Um, <laughs> it was this movie called, uh, well, I can't remember the name of it. I, I, my, I have a brain freeze. It, it is a French movie. Um, it is about a girl entering veterinary school for the first time. Um, and, she is given her first she's a vegetarian her entire life Mm -hmm. and she's given her first taste of meat for the first time Mm -hmm. um and in doing so she needs more meat she craves to eat more meat to the point where it's like i'm just gonna take a nibble off this guy's finger it'll be Mm. cool he won't even notice to the point where it's like i can just take this guy's thigh it doesn't matter To the point where, like, her sister, who's also at the school, is also like, yeah, the same thing happens to me. Um, and as you progress further in the movie, you know. Don't spoil it. I won't. I won't spoil it. You just know that. Things, things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. Things have happened, which is why things are happening now. Mm. Which is a weird way to describe it. <laughs> I mean, could that be applied to most things? That could yes. apply to most things. Things have happened. <laughs> things are happening now. And things will happen. And things are happening now because things happened back then. So Oof. just so you know. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, okay? Spoiling everything all across the board. Um, I watched two other things. One was uh, I've been watching The Orville with Seth MacFarlane and I okay. thoroughly enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And also the show on Comedy Central called Detroiters. I've heard a lot of good things about Detroiters. It's fun. It's really fun and like, funny. The way I've heard it described, it's like, imagine a show with two men who are madly in love with each other. Yes. And that's the show. They love each other. It has the same palette and kind of tone-ish as like Broad City. Mm-hmm. Type of just two two best buddies mm-hmm. getting into hijinks, mm-hmm. um, but it's very like positive and sweet, right? Like these two guys are very much positive about each yeah. other and about the work that they yes. do and the people that they do it for. It's a delight. And one that theme song is awesome. Like that Detroit theme song, I really enjoy a lot. I can't think of what it is. It's just so smooth and like <laughs> fun and upbeat. It's like one of the better songs I've heard this year, which is so weird to say. Hmm. Um, 
about, I don't know if it's like weird to say about me or the state of music in general, but um, no, I, I have only seen like one episode of Detroiters because it features a wrestler, and oh I enjoy the wrestling. And uh, what the guy's dad, who used to run the company, yes. he is a wrestler, Kevin Nash. He's like oh. seven feet tall. Oh. And uh, yeah, one of the bigger names in wrestling in the 1990s. Gotcha. Yeah. But I don't know. Backstory on him. It's a very funny show. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. If I had cable, I would watch it more. <laughs> but I was only able to get the first couple episodes free and... Now it's behind the old paywall. So, but I would nonetheless recommend it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, that is one thing I, I said. Like, I, I need to go ahead and watch this. Um, one thing I did rewatch um, because my roommate was watching it was uh, the first three episodes of uh, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's an old show, but it's still, it's good. It's one of the better television things. In the last ten years of like the mid two thousands, were there more than one? Was there more than one iteration of it? Um, yes, there was a nineteen eighties version, which is super cheesy and laughable. And this one, not like the new one. The new one, <laughs> diarrhea is all over that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a part to turn a phrase. <laughs> um, no, like it was one of the better things of that time. It ran concurrently with Lost, and they do kind of borrow a lot of things from each other. Oh, weird! It was I was I I would like to think it's a thing of two writing teams looking at the other show. Like I like that show, I'm gonna steal that. Mm. I like that show, I'm gonna steal that. Okay. And you do see like a lot of like reflection, but also it's a show born out of like nine eleven, like definitely oh, about weird. an enemy you can't see or that you don't know or that you never thought was there. Yeah, like kind of like attacking you out of nowhere and everything has changed now because of that hmm. like the whole premise of the show is like hey we're 12 colonies like we had a war a long time ago against this uh robot race that we created but you know it ended in a tie you know they're out there beyond this point in space and we're here we defended we we won kind of hmm. and the whole thing is like okay this you know this old battle star this old essentially warship like we're gonna retire it you know we don't even use these things anymore the the war was 40 years ago Mm -hmm. like you know two generations have grown up like not even seeing these things like you know we're fine and then the premise of the show is like oh but you're not fine they've been here the entire time they just look like humans now as opposed to like metal robots yes and by the way we have all the codes to all of your nuclear weapons and we're gonna detonate them all now we're going to detonate them all now, and by the end of the first three episodes, guess what? Humanity was billions. Now there are only 50,000 of you left, and we're Ooh. coming for you. We're going to come for you I again and again and again. I trouble finding a significant other. That <laughs> would be rough. Or would it make it better because it, it just might forces raise the you? <laughs> Talk about speed dating. <laughs> um, no, but it's a it's a good show. It does get weird towards the end. I will admit that. Like looking outside of the goggles of time and just How many saying. Seasons was it? Um, only five. Okay. Um, or I believe yeah, I think only five seasons, and um, also only about ten, twelve episodes per season. Ooh. Um, so digestible. Nothing okay. like you can't conquer. Okay. In this age of streaming, um, so yeah, I I, I was watching it again, um, and. It related very much to the challenge that you gave me to watch for the previous <laughs> week, The Last Ship. I do see some similarities there. But, um, They're both amazing, I'm assuming, then. <laughs> Let's get into it, Jason. The Last Ship, first two eps. So I watched the first two episodes of The Last Ship, and I always saw it as like, 
well, this is a okay. This is a, a, a show on TV. For some reason, in my head, I always had like it. Like okay, this is like Jag, right? You know, like just <gasps> how dare <laughs> just you, like a sir? Thing. Like Jag, and it came out concurrently with this other show, Falling Skies, and I chose the wrong horse in that race because I was like, I kind of watched the next episode of Falling Skies. You're an idiot. I'm the only person that cared <laughs> about what the hell Noah Wally was doing with these stupid ass aliens, or in general. <laughs> But um, I did watch the first two episodes, um, and I gotta say, a fine first two episodes. Yes, engaging it enough to like make you want to watch more. Mm-hmm. Um, what was interesting though, um, several things. One, I didn't know Rona Mitra was on the show. Who? Uh, Rona Mitra, uh, aka Kate Beckendale's uh, Beckendale's uh, stunt double. That's she, her stunt double. She looks just like her. It's what I like. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> To the point where in the Underworld I movies... I didn't know that was her stunt double. Not her stunt... Not, no, no. I'm just making that as a joke. Oh, <laughs> you're an idiot. You just melted my mind for Because they do look very similar. They, they look the same. To the point where in the Underworld movies, like, we can't get Kate Beckinsale for this one. We're going to get Rona Mitra. And they got Rona Mitra. Really? Yes. That is 100% a thing that happened. Um, but, like... She was fine on the show. Like, her character... Oh, no. Her character straight up sucks. Her character's kind of a dick. It's like... Spoiler alert. She dies very quickly. Whoa! What? I kind of saw her as like, well, her and the Captain Red Hobbs are going to hook up. Like, that's going to happen. Oh, snap. Spoilers. They are not afraid to kill people on that show. And I think, generally, they kind of maybe listen to their audience because... Uh, when she's no longer needed, she is disposed of without Jeez. mercy and barely spoken of ever again. And it's the best because I hated her. It feels like it feels like TNT's Walking Dead, basically. Yeah, is how they present it. And what was funny was, so the premise of the show is there was a ship that was doing research in mm-hmm. the Arctic for like. Four months. But they didn't know they were doing research. They didn't know. They were just there, like, doing exercises right. and essentially on radio silence right. with the mainland United States because right. they were on, on, essentially, we have to act as if we lost contact with the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, can we be self-sufficient and survive and combat the enemy, mm-hmm. like, being cut off from our main source? And, you know, at the end of the four months, they also have these uh, these two scientists on board. Yep who are doing research, you know, along with them. It's like, oh, it's just convenient that they're also here at the same time. Great. This works out fine. It is a commensurate situation. But what they don't realize is they're attacked by black helicopters, mm-hmm. and a man blows up a black helicopter with a rocket launcher off the back of a uh, snowmobile. Did I mention this was produced by Michael Bay? <laughs> this is, it's like if you took, um, uh, Wait, what was the first thing that you mentioned? Not Jag. What was the other thing? Well, Battlestar As if you took, like, <laughs> Walking Dead, like the worst parts of The Walking Dead, mixed with Fast and the Furious, like the worst parts of the Fast and the Furious, plus the military, but it, get this show. But it makes something that's watchable. And, like, you definitely know it's a Michael Bay product because there's some loving shots of, like... <laughs> military hardware and it's just like well, he didn't direct it but like he definitely got someone that like knows what he likes mm-hmm. um and that's not a, and that's the thing like people do shit on michael bay a bunch and like i understand but he makes a movie that's visually pretty yeah. and like very interesting to look at like and none of his stuff is ever drab it's right. always very colorful mm-hmm. which is a thing you don't get in movies all that often yeah. but that aside um 
yeah, there are some good moments of action on the show. Yeah. Like, if you're looking for like a weekly action adventure situational show. The thing is, what it usually does is, um, and I'm sure you'll find this out when you continue watching it because it's that great, and I'm sure you'll keep up with it. Um, episodes are free on Hulu. Uh, it usually goes like one week will be a little more laid back and it'll just, it won't be as action y, and then the next week it'll be full on action movie. Okay. It's very fun. Like, uh, I watched the pilot and the second episode. Um, and it only gets better from there. And the thing was, in the first episode, an actor that I liked who has been in things that I've liked, just like died and says, like, oh, man, I thought you were going to be here for a long time. Oh. Um, I think long time watchers of the show wouldn't remember him, but the actor, uh, Sam Jones III, just, like, instantly taken out. He was the first person exposed to the virus on the ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, he shoots himself to, like, yeah. you know alleviate anyone else to have that responsibility him, but i wasn't sure what he was from he was on smallville for a long time and this terrible but like <laughs> funny show called blue mountain state oh, yeah, um but yeah I, I was surprised to see him there um they definitely do strive to give eric dane moments of badassness um yeah to the point where like so handsome to the point where another character just says badass, badass. <laughs> <laughs> when he like puts a fuse in a thing and like takes an electrical shock and like you know the guy's like badass. i wish i could tell you that the writing gets a ton better it gets a little bit better there but not a ton better but there are fantastic lines in this though it's like so it's stupid and it's fun and i love it so much like the episode after that when they're at guantanamo bay mm-hmm. text Text. Love text. And the captain's there, and like they see a dead comrade of Texas, like mm-hmm. strung up or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like Tex has a bad reaction. The captain's like, hey man, cool out. Revenge is best served cold. <laughs> and then Tex says, well, I can't wait to eat. <laughs> like, I had to pause. Because <laughs> it's great. And just like take that in. Like, that is truly delicious yes it was uh that that was just fine but um but no like you can see that yeah the show has legs there's a reason to watch this thing yeah um and it's yeah i would like to to look at more episodes of this like i wouldn't mind doing that at all like yeah this is totally fine like it's I, what was funny was when I saw all the bodies dead there on the yeah. floor. I was like, "Well, which one is going to get up and start eating people?" Like, no. you think it's going to be like that, but it's weirdly more realistic in the sense, of like, yeah, a biological event could occur where in which a lot of people are dead, and these people have to try and find a cure. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's totally relatable. I get why this show's on for like four seasons now. Like, um, yes, season, I think. We just finished up. We huh? <laughs> just finished up season three. I don't know if it's season three or four. I don't know. It's been great. Regardless, like I, I get why this is a thing that has lasted for as long as it has, and yeah, like I get why it beat out Falling Skies. Like that was, was way too expensive and just bad. This is like, you know, this is decent. This, this is fine. And the cast gets much better. I can imagine. They have an Australian guy named Wolf who does a lot of karate stuff that's amazing <laughs> oh my god wolf that sounds like a gi joe character Ah, uh, he is he's so handsome and wonderful did i mention he's australian yeah yeah he yeah did. he's australian <laughs> he's great um i'm glad you enjoyed it i hope you continue watching it yeah i thought it was just fine i would watch more episodes of that just fine 
<laughs> you know what? I, only two episodes in, I may wind up at the end of the season like this shit is fantastic. Yeah, and you when will, not watching Jason. this needs to get their mind right because you're watching terrible things and bad things. Those are bad people and should be better people. It's just fun. And it's there's nothing fun. wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with fun TV or but fun movies. It can also be a little bit brutal. Like they don't. Mm-hmm. Like they drowned a guy in a puddle. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> he's a bad guy. <laughs> they go all out, and they go to they focus on like different areas of the world. Another season, they're mostly in Asia. This past season was in like the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. It's great. Okay, so you get to see but, parts of the world. And do they actually go to these locations, or are they like you know this is the, these are the Florida Keys standing in for the Mediterranean? I mean, yeah, Jason, that's not it's TNT money here. We're talking about <laughs> it's not bad money. <laughs> I will be. This could be their, you know, prestige. Like most of their budget goes to just shooting the helicopter scenes. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Um, um, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. I did. I would watch more. I had a slightly different experience. I Jason. bet you did. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Now, let me tell you something. This is a precursor to this. This movie scared the life out of me at five years old. Like, everything about it was gross. Um, yes. I had seen many. I've seen probably too many slasher films by that age. No. But I saw this and I was like, this is not, it gave me nightmares for like a year. I'm 30 and it's going to give me nightmares because <laughs> of how terrible it was. <laughs> You're pushing the boundaries of our friendship from the get-go. The quality of these two things is so disparate. Like, the last ship is so much better than what I made you watch. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh. You're such a dick. <laughs> I took notes. Copious notes. <laughs> You shouldn't have. Number one, Jim Varney looks like a human turtle. <laughs> He's a rubber-faced man. That's his thing. I, His face is annoying. It it's, annoys me. That's the point of Ernest. Oh, yeah. It was Ernest Scared Stupid? Yeah. 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 Which, in and of itself, that's a dumb title. Because he's already stupid. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> this movie was basically about two pedophiles in a small town because... I don't know why Ernest, a grown man, is hanging out with little kids. And then you got this fucking monster hanging out, stealing children also. Mm-hmm. Right out of their beds. <laughs> it was in a little girl's bed. Yep. This movie is messed up. It is. It really is. At one point, Ernest gets bird poop in his eyes, and no one seems bothered by that. <laughs> in his eyes. That's how bird poop is spread. All right. And now we're back on the last shit. All right. Most uh, just many things that just say this man is mentally unstable. <laughs> the bullies are weirdly persistent. Why are, are none of these kids? None of them have parental supervision. Why? It was the nineties. Why a different are they time. hanging out with a garbage man for hours on end? Because you can trust a garbage man. You're going to see him every day. Oh God. Um. What else? Oh. This, like, 11-year-old girl has an ensuite bathroom. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? Get out of here with that. I'm still waiting for that to happen. Um, Ernest relies on that dog way too much. I mean, granted, the dog probably has a higher IQ, but still. It's a great Jack Russell Terrier. He's a delight. Rim They're show. smart dogs. Um... It was just, it was just terrible. When, at the end, when they think Ernest, like, saves the day, everyone starts clapping. 
immediately forgetting that their children are still frozen wood creatures. Yeah, that's actually pretty terrifying. I The wood creature thing seemed like a horrible existence it was horrible. for these children. I Kenny's dad says, quote, that he had made a lot of mistakes and should have listened to Kenny. No, he shouldn't have listened to Kenny because Kenny is a tiny child raving about a freaking troll man stealing kids around town. There's no reason to listen to that child. Get out of here, Kenny's dad. You shouldn't have had children. (laughs) Madness. I hated this movie. You should. (laughs) You, at this age, should hate this movie. Um, I found it to be very terrifying as a child. Have you watched it since you were a child? I watched it about two years ago. Um, It wasn't good. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it was, uh, it certainly brought back the memories of like, yeah, this is meant to scare children. This is meant to scare like a five-year-old child. And it did. It worked. So by proxy of fulfilling its goal, it did that. It's like a children's movie that's, excuse me, made to scare children. That doesn't make any sense. Now, my theory on children's entertainment is that it should be good enough always to entertain the audience that it's for, but good enough to stand the test of having an adult watch it, understand it, and feel like this is Guess a Guess what? Thing. It failed on both, Jason. It didn't do that. I understand that. Failed. Both. I, I'm not here to defend it, all right? I'm just here to present the facts, and you take them for what you will. I thought the whole point was the defense. I, uh. I'm i just here presenting facts, all right? And that it's a movie. It's a movie that was made in 1992. Um, and that Eartha Kitt's in it. She was pretty great, right? She was fun. I feel like the the portrayal of her was racist. Possible. Which I did not appreciate. She's a treasure. I... Mm. Very possible. Yeah. Nope. I don't know what the plot was with like she had her own little wooden troll like doll things because of like an old a family that she knew or something. She was a child when those children were taken, and she wasn't taken. Those oh. are those are her friends mm-hmm. from her youth. Mm-hmm. Not that this makes it any better. This no, doesn't make this movie any it better. Doesn't. It was very confusing. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um. I I use my first one to just. You're an asshole. Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's that. That's what I presented to you. That's that was the challenge that I gave you, and it was a challenge, Jason. Mm-hmm. It tested me in every way. I I was watching the last ship like also like pff, better impress me, but it did it it came up to the yeah, point. Yeah, because I'm nice. And I give you things that I'm excited about. knocked it into the stands. What's the next one? <sighs> the next one that you should probably watch. Hmm. I've not given it too much thought as to what oh, I would like you to watch. Um, but again, like, you know, I want it to be accessible to you. I want it to be a thing that you should be able to, to find and watch easily. Um... But something that I also like a whole bunch. Um, and yeah, something that I actually like as opposed to bullshit. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> um, oh, because it just celebrated its 20-year anniversary. This is a movie I actually legitimately like a whole bunch. And uh, and I thought for a long time as a kid I hated it. But in reality, I just hated the world the characters had to live in. Like, oh, I don't like intolerance. Uh, okay. Um 
I'd have you watch the movie Gattaca, uh, starring Ethan Hawke. No. And and Uma Thurman. Um, I think I've seen it already. Do you think you've seen it? If you think you've seen it, you might not have seen it. Is it who else is in it? Uh, Jude Law is yeah, also no, in I've it. Ah, jeez. Oh, well, <laughs> well, goodness. Um, I have to give you something else then. Hmm. Hmm. What else is available right now on streaming or HBO Go? Um. Do you want me to give you yours? I'll tell you something. I don't know if you've seen it already. Um, if you've seen Patton Oswalt's most recent special. Oh, I have not. I would suggest you watch that. That is quite good. And I don't think it's going to hurt you in any way, shape, or form. Better not, Jason. <laughs> so that is what I give to you. That's almost like too easy. It, but it's... I probably would have watched it anyways. Who knows? But regardless, I think you'd like it. Fine. Uh, you, my friend, are going to be watching Primeval. It's Primeval. streaming on Hulu. It was British. There are dinosaurs. Oh, I've seen trailers for this show before. Get ready. I'm not upset at this. <laughs> no, because I'm nice, and I give you fun things to watch. I'm not at all upset about this. It's great. <laughs> there are portals to other dimensions that dinosaurs and or other creatures that could be fictional just climb into our world through and it's great i think i saw someone with a shotgun in a hallway trying to shoot a raptor it could be that feels in like it came out like what 2012 or something like that i don't know regardless i think that i wouldn't mind this 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 should be fine it came out long ago Enough that they tried to do a Canadian version recently, mm-hmm. and it's truly terrible. Why'd you hunt down the Canadian version? Listen, Jason. <laughs> why, if if the first course was delicious, you'd go back for helping, second helpings. It was a mistake. Leave it alone. You, your eyes were bigger than your stomach. Or the budget was just smaller than you expected for that <laughs> series. <laughs> whatever it's great okay mm-hmm. I, I, there were multiple seasons there's a um like a through line through each episode mm-hmm. but also kind of a monster of the week situation mm-hmm. it's good stuff there's your typical like handsome guy then there's your typical nerdy guy mm-hmm. it's fun all around okay I have another thing in mind now that I said. Now that you mentioned Canada. No oh boy. But I, I don't know. It may be for later. It's a, a, one later down the line, perhaps. What? Uh, a nice little movie called Cube 2 Hypercube. Say that again? Cube 2 mm-hmm. Hypercube. Uh, Are we skipping right over whatever Cube 1 was? It kind of follows the premise of a Terminator 2 where it's like, you don't need the first. This is just fine. Okay. You don't need anything after this. This is just fine. Okay. Um, it's not great, but it's fine. It's, uh... Wow, can't wait to see it then. <laughs> it's a movie about people trapped inside a, an ever-changing prison. Ooh. Um, Say no more. Yes. That is, that's what I'll give to you. Okay. Trapped in an ever-changing prison, and their whole goal is to escape. Okay. I like escape stories. Yeah, it is definitely an escape story. Okay. So, that I actually have on physical DVD. Um... That I will give to you. 
I only have a Blu-ray player because I'm fancy as fuck. Blu-rays play DVDs? Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I haven't used it in a while, admittedly. <laughs> you own this? Um, I own it by proxy. My roommate left it there because he knew that we needed it. <laughs> and I have seen it prior to that uh, when I was like 15 on vacation. I was like, this is a great vacation. Did this come out in like late 80s, early 90s? No, it came out uh, early 2000s, actually. Ooh. Um, 2002, I believe. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, it definitely fits from the visual style of that time. Um, and it's super Canadian because everyone has a Canadian accent. Oh boy! One man, it's Canadian Sean Bean. You'll see him, and you'll know exactly when you see Canadian Sean Bean. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that is what I give to you instead. Okay. Your comment about Canada reminded me of this, and I saw it recently. Okay. Again, when you could have been watching more episodes of The Last Ship, I will watch more episodes. Yeah, I know. It's like a Pringle. Once you pop, you just can't stop. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Let's. Take it easy. with everything in moderation, okay? Listen, Eric Dane alone is worth going back for episode three. <laughs> that silver fox, Eric so Dane. So handsome. It feels like they dye his hair to be that whitish gray color. No, it's naturally perfect. <laughs> Salt and pepper, just... Mm. <laughs> and also, more on the last ship, I'm surprised that uh, Adam Baldwin is playing a, a dude that's nice... Consistently, yeah. he plays characters that are assholes, and he's kind yes. of an asshole in real life, from what I understand. He's same, but, the same, yes. But to see him like push a little bit and like be a guy that's not a jerk, <laughs> it's kind of cool. I know he generally plays a good friend mm-hmm. to the captain. He his character is like a family guy. Yeah, yeah, um, he is. He, yeah, you can see the desire. Thing. I just want to get home with my family. And for me, in media, just, I just want to get home to my family, is a lot more powerful than, I got to get home for love. Like, nah, dude, that's, <laughs> that's kind of lame. Like, do you care about your kids? Yeah, man, go, get back to them. Get back to them real fast. Yeah. He's still kind of, his wise-ass self kind of pops up here and there. Which is fine, I expect it. Yeah. But generally, yeah, he's, uh, he's a decent dude. All right. Surprisingly. Good to know. I'll, yeah. I'll watch more for that. Mm-hmm. You don't watch for that. You watch for Eric Dane. Don't be a fool, Jason. God. As I get older, I like watching things where people are just nice to other people. Eric Dane is also nice. He shoots people in the face. Listen, they deserved it. <laughs> you can't be keeping all that food for yourself. You are biased. Your love for Eric Dane is clouding your judgment. Never. <laughs> He's perfect. He can do no wrong. <laughs> He gets he gained a little bit of weight in the last season, so mm-hmm. his face is just a little bit bigger and just makes me love him even more. <laughs> I like cupcakes too, Eric Dane. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know if Eric Dane's name has been said this much on a podcast Eric ever. <laughs> Should be. It's worth it. <laughs> I think they're already working. Yeah, I think this must have been season four because I think season five they're currently shooting. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's there's a lot of things. The, the, the next thing coming out that I would like to see, uh, even though it probably might not be good, is Justice League. Yeah. It's, oh, boy. I'll still see it. I just... Ben Affleck's face. <laughs> Blech. I don't know. <laughs> and it looks like it's just Jason Momoa being Jason Momoa. 
Which, which is fine. He needs that sometimes. Just let someone walk in without a script and have them do what they're going to do. I guess so. Um, I see the like in a lot of ads and like a lot of TV ads are definitely pushing Gal Gadot, which is fine. One Woman was a yeah. success. That movie's awesome, and it's like we gotta get people in the theaters on her. <laughs> um, I'm curious. You know, this is coming into a situation where. There are a lot of superhero movies. There's mm-hmm. definitely like an oversaturation. Um, and what's interesting is that these characters who are really iconic, everyone knows who Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman are, The Flash, like, you know, these things that have existed since the, the 40s. Um, and and coming into it now, it's like, wow, like the Justice League, people should be excited. And it's just like, no. okay, Justice League. It's just another one in this grand stable of like superhero movies. Is also, what it feels like. like the whole color palette for it is so dark, and the whole vibe is so dark. And then to have Thor come out right before, and Which it's is bright, so bright and fun and funny. That oh, that's just it's just even worse. Like you know what humans like? Bright things, <laughs> <laughs> fun. Guess what? We're like we're apes. So like you know we like <laughs> bright shiny things that like attract, yeah. as opposed to these grim like gritty brown and brown and brown movies yeah like i'm sure justice league is gonna be okay maybe you it'll know be, i don't know i don't know be okay, okay at best I, okay. that's and that's the bar they've set for themselves <laughs> coming into this <laughs> it's like the batman superman movie was like not that great and everyone knew that no. going into it i think they should um and then going into wonder woman which was a surprise like whoa this was fun yeah like this is like whoa all right a lot of fun but weirdly enough, it does not give me hope for this. No. <laughs> it doesn't give me hope they, that this will be good. I mean, it seems like they started working on this about the simultaneously, same time. yeah, to Wonder Woman. So it's not like they did Wonder Woman, had time to like think and like right. retool, like, all right, what worked here? What kind yeah. how can we make this work in this new movie coming out? <laughs> make her role bigger in this How can one? we make her role <laughs> bigger? Get out of the frame, Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben, shut up. <laughs> Go to your corner, God damn it! God damn Go it. call Matt. Why does he keep showing up? Anyway, Gal, Gal, how are you doing today? All right, you need anything? Can you get you anything? All right. Whew. God, that Affleck guy is he bothering you? Can is I Batman your hair? You're pretty, pretty <laughs> hair. The more we talk about Justice League, the more I melt into this couch. <laughs> Just like, oh. <laughs> like I can't believe I have to watch the weight of it. Oh, because like, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how people think of it in general. Yeah. Um, and of course it had the whole thing of like Zack Snyder walking away from the movie because of family issues. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's then sad. Joss Whedon coming on and then like the whole thing, Joss Whedon like, Oh, you're not like the proponent of like what we thought was the ideal of feminism. Like you're, you're doing Batman things out here. Wait, what? Oh yeah. The whole thing of like him cheating on his wife and like, you know, the, uh, the adultery over the years and all that stuff. Oh, I had, I did not hear about this. Mm -hmm. However, I remember, I can't remember, it was on some podcast. Someone was talking about a party that they had gone to and Joss Whedon was there. And they had just kind of casually mentioned that Joss Whedon was flirting with all these women. And I was like, oh, he's not the guy everyone thinks he is. And then never heard anything about it. (laughs) I have not heard these Hollywood rumors about him in this time of exposure, mm-hmm. where everyone's getting their business put out in these streets. Like his business got put out there and kind of like subsumed, but like mm-hmm. it it's happened. Interesting yeah. how some people, when stories happen, they blow up, and then others, like it'll just be there for a day, and then it'll be like quashed. Yeah, you don't really hear about it anymore. 
are. Yeah. And that's just the general public, us hearing about these things, as opposed to people yeah. that like are tied into that, that know this goes on on a regular basis. But, you know. Justice League, I'm curious of how it's going to turn out. Yeah. Curious of if people are going to like it, if I'm going to like it. Like, we'll see. It's probably going to be like two and a half hours long. It's going to be too long. <laughs> Which is the big problem with Batman. And even one of them was long, but it was enjoyable all the way through. Yeah. And like... They had characters, and you had characters you cared about, even though they were there for like not that long. And I think going into this, and um, she's a generally like positive force and, as opposed to yes, <laughs> the Justice League, just a bunch of angry men scowling. And her origin isn't one of like you know my parents died, my parents died too. <laughs> like it's like oh, I was uh, I don't know my, my my dad's a god I guess, and my mom's like she's pretty cool, but like you know she just died, like mm. just died, and like no, she didn't die in the movie, did she? Hippolyta? She didn't... Uh, Robin Wright died, but that was not her mom. That correct. was... So her mom's super alive. Like, she's super <laughs> not... <laughs> she's, like, half an orphan. Like, a god died. Like, she's good. She totally doesn't come from, like, a, tar- a terrible, horrible origin. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. Outside uh, of that, I'm not sure what else is coming out right now as far as things I'm looking forward to in a big way outside of like that. Star Wars, perhaps. Star Wars, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's coming out in four, no, five weeks. Mm, so I think. Excited. I already bought two tickets. <laughs> I did. I'm ready. It's gonna be great. Like, I'm very curious what it's gonna be. I'm not watching many trailers because I don't want to watch many trailers. Yeah, on this. I only. I've decided. From now on. I'm only going to watch the first trailer when it first comes out. Because it's always like, not at this point, it's like a year in advance. Right. They drop trailers. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm not going to watch them anymore until the movie comes out. Because mm-hmm. they show so much. Really I don't do. need a two and a half minute trailer. You'll show me the entire movie. It's ridiculous. Like, they show a lot in trailers these days. Um, I don't, and for a thing like a big temple movie like uh, Star Wars, we're going to come and see it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to advertise it all that much. Like, I but think regardless. it'll probably do okay in the I theaters. I think <laughs> it'll be fine. I think they're going to do all right. You know, they may need some help from us. I may need to buy, like, two more tickets, yeah. you know. But uh, hopefully this, you know, this little indie film. Hopefully they'll make their money back. I yeah. Mean, it's the, uh, the, 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 the 12th time they're trying it, maybe. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's hope it works out for them this time, you know. Mm. I know the other times were you know, a little rocky. Mm. Let's hope they make it through this storm. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I have to look forward to, really. I guess as far as like big things, um, that's all I have to look forward to in life in general. Really, if we're gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> so next next episode, what am I gonna be watching again? You're watching Cube Two. Okay, Hypercube. <laughs> Is it Cube Two colon Hypercube? Oh hell yes. Excellent. <laughs> and I'll be watching uh, what's Prime Evil. Prime Evil. Get Is ready it... for some like early to early like early two thousands uh, CGI work. You should get ready for that too. It's totally it's gonna be in there. Gonna be great. Now, is it Prime Evil like main evil, or is it like Prime Evil like Prime Evil like? like primordial before okay the latter okay all right sure it's a great cast 
There's a lot of accents because it's British. Mm-hmm. Get ready. All right. So okay. next time we'll have more things to observe and more things to report. Yes. Hopefully they'll make me less angry. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, we will see you. Talk to you later. Oh, yeah.